while your day is winding down. They're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Barrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Very special television version. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. We understand. South Coast Tonight. Listen, we understand that there's uh, myriad things going on, um, but we decided to. We don't care about them. <laughs> we don't care because they make us sad. <laughs> we don't care. We don't care. They make us frustrated. They make us sad. <laughs> I get why they make you angry and frustrated. In the, in the, in the interest of, of self-preservation, yes. um, we're going to keep it light today. We were talking about our favorite TV shows. That was obviously the theme song of The Sopranos. Right. Which Great television program. Amazing television program. Um, and, uh, yeah. Marcus, is there, we were just talking about it off the air. Is there any broadcast television program yeah. that you're watching today? Um, there are, there's a lot of them that have reemerged on cable. Uh, deep in the cable lineup, things like some of the uh, Frasier, Cheers, Happy Man, Days. Man, I love Frasier. You know what? Frasier's a good show. In fact, actually, when... Um, that inspired you to get involved with talk radio. Tuesday, uh, yeah, that's... You know what's, <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> if you watch Frasier, Frasier recently, <laughs> have you watched it recently? No. It's the same board. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. The boards, I'm telling you, it's exactly the same board. That is funny. That's really funny. Yeah. Folks, what we're, what we're saying is that we're, corporate, we're, we're criticizing our corporate technology policy. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Or investment, it's a, I guess. It's, I mean, I did my best to get a new board, but yeah, when right. I burned it, they said, well, we'll just rebuild it. Yeah. It's all right. We'll call the Flintstones. We'll call Frazier. So, um, so, yeah, um. So uh, was oh I, Jared Valenzuela was with me last week and he said what's the best spinoff TV show of all time I didn't even hesitate it's like, Frasier it's got to be Frasier Frasier is a really good show it's on for those of you who who are in the cable world Hallmark it's on at about two o'clock in the morning or about six o'clock yeah, if it's, you're it's in those weird hours if you're not a weirdo well if you're if you're <laughs> up at those weird hours because you don't have kidneys the uh, <laughs> because you got up, because you went to bed at eight o'clock at night, and then you pop up at two o'clock in the morning, ready to do calisthenics. You, um, you know, you might turn on Frasier, or you might turn on a rerun of Sopranos. The uh, I, I uh, so Frasier goes into Cheers 
at that hour. It's about 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, it'll come on. Um, Cheers is a great show. Uh, yeah. I would say the only... I was telling you this off Marks. The only broadcast show that I, I watch really now is Blue Bloods, which is a New York-based police show with one of the Wahlberg brothers. Yeah, we were talking about Bobby Bacala from The Sopranos. Bobby Bacala from The Sopranos. Of course, um, um, uh, Tom Selleck from the NRA and Magnum P.I. is on there. Uh, Magnum P.I. is a show that they've redone. It was an 80s TV show, um, and now they've redone it. I thought Tom Selleck died. Tom Selleck is alive and well. Who am I confusing him with? His remember. brother Larry Selleck? Yeah, I don't who know. Who was hit by a garbage truck on, in Hawaii. Um, <laughs> the, uh, he, he stole a Ferrari. It was a whole big thing. So, um, God rest his soul, Larry, Larry, Larry Selleck. So um, you have um, – that's one Broadway bro- broadcast show. Um, the other broadcast show that I really watch, quite frankly, is local news. Yeah. You know, I watch Channel 12. I watch Channel 7. Um, I do watch the morning Sunday shows, for instance, uh, Newsmakers. On the record. Yeah. On the record. Yeah. I watch yeah. those. Um, I was thinking of um, Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina. Yeah. Who? He is dead. He is dead. He is yeah, dead. He was in. Um, he was in Law and Order. Law and Order. He was like around the first couple seasons. Yeah, he was Detective Joe Fontana. John. Yeah, Joe Fontana. He, he, that was a good. That those Law and Orders are good. Yeah. Um, you could see a lot of them still on cable. I think they're still making new ones though. Um, on NBC. I think it's Law and Order: Organized Crime. Yeah, yeah. Is the new round. There's there's a bunch. There's one like no Law and Order New Orleans and Law and Order this, that, and the other thing. Ice Ice T is in one of them. Yes. He's in one that I do not like. It's called Special Victims. Yeah. It's primarily sex offenders, which as I say to Natalie, I go, how is this entertaining, to be honest yeah. with you? I don't find... It's kind of a drag. It's a Listen, it's a real big deal. To, yeah. It's a real... I wonder who... I'm curious who finds it entertaining because I yeah. find it disturbing, particularly um, when it's children or um, young girls. Yeah, they all, you know I don't really find molestation and, and sex crimes to be, even if it's a who done it. I yeah. don't particularly find it to be entertaining. Right. Um, nor do I find slasher films really entertaining. I find them disturbing. I, yeah, I don't like those either. Hey, Phil. Hey, buddy. Happy Greek Easter. How's it going? <laughs> Happy Greek Easter, Phil. How you doing, buddy? Um, you're here early, Phil. <laughs> you're here early. <laughs> Show prep. I'm waiting to get fired. It's not. It's <laughs> not that early. It's. 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 You're doing good. I. I'm all right. I. I am doing well. Good. Good. You know my. I don't, I don't have as many organs as I used to have, Phil. But yeah, yeah, we're on the air. That light, Phil. <laughs> come on. It's okay. We're, we're not taking it seriously today, <laughs> anyway. Phil, what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show. Other than Yogi Bear, obviously. I mean, that's my favorite. The cartoon, original Yogi Bear. I tell you, I'm into silent movies. Which would be tough to recreate here on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. 
I like the stuff like uh, Take Face, and I like uh, comedy. You know, stuff like that. Didn't know you were on the air. Yeah, it's all right. That's all right. Take care. See you, Phil. The um, I I like um, but the but the the Law and Orders from before, like the the nineties ones, when it was real just crime. When it was just crime, Celeste, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. with us. What? He's with us, Celeste. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In case you're wondering. Yeah. The, um, the, 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 the straight crime, Law and Order. Yeah, right, right. I thought. The one with, the, with Sam Watterson. Sam Watterson, yes. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that you'd get the police investigation, then you get the court stuff. Yeah. You know, I All very, like, like, you know, Quit. The first half is the police investigation. The second half is the is the court stuff. Paul Walsh once told me that the the modern police dramas with the court have ruined law enforcement for yeah. people. Right? Yeah. That someone would come in and say, "Yeah, but don't you have the computer where you can look up it?" And you go, "No, no. that doesn't even exist." <laughs> yeah, right. Go, yeah. And if it did, we, we we don't have the budget for that. Like uh, zoom and enhance. Right. 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 <laughs> it's not a real thing. Right. You right. can't do that. Right. They'd, they'd go well, you know, and, and Paul would go, "Well, look, I, I really want to get your kid's bike back, but we don't have the budget." Yeah. Right. Yeah. For for that, and they go, "Well, they left a fingerprint or whatever, you know." <laughs> and um. So send it to the lab. Be back in ten months. No, exactly right. Right, right. you know they're snorting the cocaine in the lab, right? So we're gonna have a little bit of a problem when this gets to trial. That too, right? Any Ducan is down there. Um. <laughs> so, um, but in terms of when when you're not here, Marcus, which is seems like you're always here now. What? It's my home. It really is, right? What sort of television are you watching? Um, so if I'm not here, uh, I usually, aside from like the news and sports, right. uh, I'm watching Secession's another, uh, uh, Barry on HBO is good too. Now what's that about? So Barry is, uh, Bill Hader. Um, Bill Hader is a, uh, he was the, one of the cops in Superbad, if you've seen the movie. And an SNL regular. In, in a, he was an SNL regular. Never should have left. And now, well, Barry is an excellent show. Okay. It's about, uh, he is, Bill Hader plays a former Marine sniper who then becomes a hitman. And then he goes to do a job in Los Angeles to kill an, uh, an amateur actor. Um, because the amateur actor was sleeping with a mob boss's, uh, uh, wife. And, he finds out he enjoys acting. And so he tries to jettison his, you know, his, um, his urges okay. to, you know, be a, to, to kill people and right. also his career that he's made killing people and, uh, and become an, become an actor. And so he tries to like, it's, it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot like Dexter, uh, in that way, but it's okay. very good. It's also, it's a dark comedy. Henry Winkler plays the acting coach, right? I love Henry Winkler. Henry the Fonz. Win yeah, the Fonz. Henry Winkler plays the acting coach. Um, Bill Hader is the star, uh, of the show. And it is, it is really, it's an outstanding show. It's on its final season now, but it is a very good show that, that, that just premiered last night. So I really enjoy Barry, um, quite a bit. That's HBO. That's HBO. I also watch, um, I'm trying to think. You know, well, obviously we talked about the Sopranos. Um, oh, Yellow Jackets. 
Yellow Jackets is really good. What's that one? Yellow Jackets. So Yellow Jackets is about uh, it's a um, it's a high school girls soccer team that um, they are going. They're flying out to the the the, the national championship. And they crash in the middle of the woods and basically build this Lord of Flies type of society. Oh, Lord right, of the Flies like type of society. They eventually, there are some that survive and they get out. This isn't a spoiler because it shows you the people that survived and kind of like how they try to assimilate into normal life like 40 years or 25 years later, like when they're all in their 40s and all that, and how they try to assimilate, okay. you know, after becoming, you know, uh, cannibalistic cult people and uh, and how they try to assimilate into regular life. And it shows flashbacks of them, you know, becoming that Lord of the Flies type of cult. Really? I like it's that. It's very, very cool. Uh, Tim loves it. Uh, I love it, and uh, it, it, it's on, that's on Showtime, which I think I get in my Hulu subscription. Yellow Jackets is an outstanding show; it's very, very good. So, um, I think let us know your favorite show at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We've got uh, Steve from Fairhaven that tells us the the Office. The Office is very good. It's a classic. It, it you know it's all, so I I do a lot of Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm watching a lot. I, I, you know, Parks and Recreation. I didn't watch it as much when it came out originally. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I didn't either, but it's actually very good. It's really good, yeah. right? It's funny as hell. The cast is outstanding. They do get a lot of the local government. It's about local government. So if you're if you're a local government nerd like we are, there are a lot of funny jokes. There are, yeah, in that, right? Funny, yeah. And I have to say that that Leslie Nope has an amazing library. I love her library. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really got into this in the pandemic of trying to read over people's shoulder what their library looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always do that when I watch when I watch that show. But but Pies and Recreation, it's got a lot of Massachusetts humor. Yeah. Because Amy Poehler is from Massachusetts. Um. So there's a good, there's a good piece of that. It's 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 and it's the same creators. I think Greg Dan I think Greg Daniels is on it from the so, office. So the, so when I was sick, um, I got um one of the books that someone dropped me off, uh, the great Ken Pittman, was a book about the office, which was a cool. perfect read because it was light, obviously. Yeah. And right. I can't I can't recommend it enough. You know if you if you if you like the TV show, if you want a light read, it's called The Office. And, and what they did is they went season by season, and they, it's basically interviews. So you find out that, that Steve Carell is a hell of a nice guy, yeah. which I like. Um, another Massachusetts guy. So in the book... He owns a general store in Marshfield. He, he does. Yeah. It, was a child, it was his childhood store. He used to go there as a child, penny candy and all that good stuff. And when it was going to close, he bought it yeah. to keep it open, which I love. I think his sister runs it. So... Steve Carell throughout the book comes out to be a really nice guy. But what do you what you learn is that they were gonna spin off a Dwight show. That would have been amazing. Called The Farm. Oh man. But they couldn't get it together. And That's in too the bad. process, Parks and Recreation came along and so a lot of people who were gonna go to the farm and couldn't because the farm couldn't get going properly. Yeah. Went to Parks and Rec. Yeah. That's too bad. You know, the thing, the mistake they made in, in the office, I, I talked about this last week actually. The mistake they made in the office was they went for, they, after Michael left, Steve Carell left, first of all, the show should have just ended then, but it didn't. Um, that was their first mistake. The second mistake was they made Ed Helms' character, Andy Bernard, 
they made him the boss, which doesn't didn't make any sense because right. his whole the whole point of him was that he was like this Ivy this legacy Ivy League guy right. who couldn't do anything right. right. And right. and so, but the problem, <laughs> but the uh, the the thing was is that at the time that Steve Carell left, The Hangover just came out, right. which is a you know, a classic comedy, an all-time great. And so Ed Helms was at the height of his popularity. Made a ton of money. Yeah, he made a ton of money. And he was a very, very recognizable figure. So they made him basically the lead of the show. But that was a mistake because they should have given it to Dwight. They should have made him the lead. He was clearly the second best character behind Steve Carell. And what an amazing character, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, the dimensions to the Dwight character. I, I mean... If you, especially when you go back and start to watch the original ones, all the, all the, 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 and again, I don't think you get some of the stuff on TV now. The fact that his grandfather was a Nazi. One of the yeah. most interesting lines in the whole thing. Right. He goes, he goes, my grandfather fought at the Battle of the Bulge. He was wounded. Then he fought, then he, and he survived the rest of the war in an Allied prison camp. Yeah. Meaning he was a Nazi. Right. right? <laughs> you, don't, right. You, know, you don't go to Allied prison camp right. if you fought with the good guys. Right, yeah. right, right. So you go like, Wow, what what <laughs> yeah. a wild backstory, right? Yeah, right. He, uh, you know what's funny about Steve Carell though is that like the whole the whole point of Steve Carell is that he's awful, right? Uh, no, right. The, no, the character he played, Michael Scott, he's like a racist, misogynist, like harasses people at work, stupid, stupid. Yeah, he's the definition of the Peter Principle, which means basically someone's going to get promoted to the point where they're going to. Go. They're gonna get. They're gonna get promoted to the point where they're going to be at a job that's well above their capacity. Kind of like how I'm on the air every night. <laughs> so, um, so, so. Uh, but then towards the end of the show, like, oh, he's such a great boss. I don't know. They got like Stockholm syndrome, right? Oh, he's such a great boss. Like, no, the point of him is that he's awful. He's a terrible guy. So, did you ever watch the British version? Yeah, uh, with um, yeah, with Ricky Gervais, right. who created the show. Yeah, so it's nowhere near as nice. It's a lot no. darker. Yeah, it is. Now again, it's some of it can be hard to follow because some of it, like our humor, is inside baseball, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the stuff you get on the Brit, you get from the British stuff is is British humor. So there, there are jokes that. Quite frankly, I just didn't get it. You know, I could Google them and look them up to say why that's funny. But yeah, um, primarily you can follow along with it, though. But that David Brent in that show is much worse than than the David than the um, than the Michael Michael Scott. Scott, Yeah, we got to take a break. We'll be uh, we'll be right back. This is South Coast tonight. So anything can happen here on South Coast tonight, Marcus, and usually does. 508-960-0500 is how you can join us. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat. We have, um, let's, let's see, I've got to refresh the page. Refresh. Yeah, you, if you when you refresh the page, more app chat comes up, uh, more app chats uh, sometimes come up. Sometimes they it's do. It's like watering your lawn. <laughs> it's like watering your lawn. Um, so we've got another uh, New Bedford app chatting or telling us that they like um, the Tudors. I haven't seen the two the the Tudors the the like the house. Yeah, so it's a British show. Yeah, it was it was an old it was an older show. Okay. I didn't see it. Nor did I see Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. I didn't. All right. 
the situation with Downton Abbey and me, Marcus, is, is as follows. Natalie and, and her sister and her family were into it, okay? Mm-hmm. Mercifully, I got sick, so I, I missed a lot of it. But, when when but, God closes the door, he opens a window. Thank you, right? For me to jump out. So, <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm one of these people who, if you're into a show, I'll watch it with you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can generally, if it's, if it's and it was a lot of money in, put into that program. Um, so I did watch some of, the, uh, of Downton Abbey. Um, with Natalie, and because she was into it, and so I said, I'll be into it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, she has to put up with my politics and my screaming and my ranting and raving. and Putting up with your politics does suck. It does. It yeah. really, you know, Marcus, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you, you have to pay you to do it. So, um, the, the, um, and I can dominate a conversation. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when I'm in the living room with you. So, uh, poor Natalie. But anyway, light a candle for her. So, the, um, the fact is, so so I watched a little bit of it. I did think that it was an interesting program, but it was a lot of soap opera type stuff. Yeah, you know, um, the sets, the it was you know that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know the the, the 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 imagery and things like that were, were pretty good. Um, so we we did watch that a little bit. Um, it's no, it was no Sopranos though. It, it is no. It, there is no Sopranos. Sopranos was the start of the prestige TV era, and I be, don't believe it's been topped yet. Um, I mean, I would say yes. Yeah, Sopranos and The Wire too came out around the same time. So The Wire. I've talked with friends of mine who are in law enforcement. They say The Wire is about as real as it gets. You know what they do? Yeah, they do. And I remember. It was still, I think it was still on the air when I, no, it wasn't still on the air when I was in college, but it was still like pretty fresh in people's minds. And one of my professors who was a detective at the, uh, in New York had said that, um, had said that it's the most, it's the most realistic police procedural that's, that's ever been made. And, uh, it is kind of a lot of that, you know, and, and I think that some of the criticisms people think that it's a little slow, you know, it's not like, bang bang like all the time right right <laughs> because that's not how real life is no but it is that is that is an outstanding yeah it's, that's obviously it's an outstanding show apparently at the time martin o'malley who was ran for president he did run for president at the time he was he was well and he became governor of maryland but at the time he was mayor of baltimore and he didn't like the show i don't blame him because <laughs> it made him look bad i bet his wife didn't either because because the character Clearly portraying him <laughs> yeah. was was a was a lying, cheating guy who was the last of the yeah. white politicians in Baltimore. Really. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Martin O'Malley, like it was just like Martin O'Malley, and he ended up that that same guy and ended up becoming um, and he ended up becoming governor. Yes, yeah. Remember he broomed all those murders that uh, that he broomed all those fake uh, murders that that McNulty um, uh, portrayed. Because Which again, I felt betrayed by that final line of. For the story. Just terrible. Just really. It was what can we take the viewer's time and do with it? Let's take this brilliant show that's this brilliant grounded show and, and just it's make this. It's got a big tuna hook in me. Yeah. And then let's just make this like inane, like totally like, I don't know, this the cheap inane plot line. It's. Look, if you know police as I do, as you do, Marcus, nobody's going to do something like that to risk their pension. No. I mean, really. It was ridiculous. You don't work that hard putting your life on the line so that you can lose your pension and not retire to Florida. I mean, it's ridiculous. 508-996-0500. Good evening. 
Hello. Hey. Hey, you're on the air. It's Sam. How are you guys? Hey, Sam. How's hey, it going? Hey, Sam. What's going on? I'm hanging in there. Wait, you keep hitting these topics. Now, were you guys talking about The Office last week sometime? Or am I just having this termination? Uh, it, it did come up in conversation last week as well. Right. Okay, or you could I, be having... <laughs> something wrong. I could just be having something wrong with me. Right. Yes. It's not, it's not, well, it's not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I, I had, had to call and tell you that last week, Ken Pitton was in Florida. And was. he was 30 minutes from the place that I stay at when I'm down there. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't get out to, we couldn't leave my mother-in-law alone. So we, we I had to pass on seeing him uh, in one of the towns. He was playing you in Fort Benadryl? Tower, actually. What's that? You ever tried Benadryl? I could have for her. Yeah. She'd just be asleep <laughs> just when you got back. Works. Come back in a few Ask hours. You yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, yeah. Unfortunately, I missed it. But the funny thing was that where he was playing at was literally like three miles down the road from the place I used to have. And um, so I was very familiar with the area. And um, But I bummed out because I didn't get to go see him. That's too bad. But, I'm sure he'll be in yeah. Florida sometime. The, Again, I, I have I have a better chance of seeing him locally here. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, yeah. I I think now that COVID's over, he's he's around a lot. Yeah, he puts on a hell of a show. He really does. Yeah, I saw him at the feast years back, but it was a while ago, and I wasn't involved as Sam at the time, so I don't think I ever went up to talk to him. But um, it's nice when you have you a, have a persona, to... have a secondary yeah. persona, right? You can you can work well, with it. You know, I mean, somebody went and had to get sick and took away my unofficial co-host duties so <laughs> but look look I've, I've strived to come back so you can give you we can give you that that unofficial co-host position this is true but I, I just don't feel right about doing it with with both you guys there you know it sounds each of you have a co-host so it kind of puts me in a strange position you like the third banana yeah kind of like that yeah you know what i mean well look sam that's between your ears not ours we we embrace true. you as a co-host <laughs> and a well, neighbor I've, Yes, this is true. Um, hey, yeah. Sam, did I see yeah. a, uh, an enclosure for your cat? Um, by the way, did you did you have, did you have like a fenced area for your cat? Fenced area for my cat? Yeah. No, no, no. It's for it's for a couple of dogs that we have. Oh, I thought it was a cat from far away. Marcus doesn't even see dogs; he <laughs> just sees cats. No, listen. We there is a little dog. We have two two big. It was a cat. Uh, that's really insulting to cat. dogs, Marcus. <laughs> it's an orange and white cat. Huh? So you might have seen the cat. Yeah, you probably saw a cat. It was too. an orange and white cat. Yeah, we have a cat too. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's been catching this snake that's living somewhere between your house and my house, but oh. um, it's a, it's about 12, 12 inches long, a little brown snake. Really? Just, yeah, keep your eyes open. Cats are really cruel. Yes. I mean, I, yeah. I, I've had a cat, a couple of them over the years. Excuse me. Watching them as they kill mice, uh, it's brutal. It I, didn't kill it, though. No, I know. They, they, they batter them around. They don't kill them right yeah. away. Well, this was, this was, he, he tried first, like he caught it a few days ago, and then he brought it to the back porch. Didn't come in the house with it, but then the other day he caught it again and brought it right in the house. So there was a little 12 inch snake slithering around. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that, by the way, nice job on nice job on the back of your shed there. Yeah, good. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, we, we paid someone to do that, but. <laughs> oh, I was going to say I don't know when you, when you finished it, but it looks nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ivec was starting to wear out. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we yeah. we paid to, appreciate it. We paid someone to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks good. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. It.
Listen, I'll let you go. We'll talk soon. All Thanks, right, Sam. sounds good. Thanks, Sam. Hear your voice. Appreciate it. My cat, um, so she doesn't catch anything, but she she does get bugs actually pretty good. I'll never forget there was a fly flying around, and she leaped up like like LeBron James, like Miyagi, to just swat <laughs> like Miyagi. Really, bam, swatted it. I like and, that. Yeah, just just um, just ate it. Um, so uh, we're 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 keeping it light today, guys. We're just you unless know, you're a, a bug. Unless you're a bug, you're horrified um, by what? Uh, TW, if you're a bug, trigger warning. <laughs> if you're a bug, um, <laughs> TW. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, but we're we're taking your calls. We're taking your app chats at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Just sort of taking a break from the the, the political uh, monotony. So, um, so someone uh, said the Tudors, not to the two doors, is a great show. It originally aired, this is Jack from Bedford. It originally aired on Showtime and, and or HBO, and you can find it on Netflix. Okay, lots of murderous political intrigue, sex, betrayal, all of the good stuff spread across King Henry's six wives. No kidding! Wow, yeah, it does sound intriguing. It does sound interesting. I uh, and I have seen it on the um, on my options. You know, when I get, yeah. when I'm going through through like like that former caller said. Sometimes you you just Go on, you start watching stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. there is a lot of, there's a ton of material. There's just there. a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there. That, for instance, that's how I ended up coming across the, um, the movie with Tom Cruise about Barry Seal, the drug smuggler. Yeah, American Made. Right, American yeah, Made. Yeah. I had wanted to watch it years ago when it came out, didn't get around to it. And then one day I was sitting down in front mm-hmm. of the TV and I said, Oh my God! There's the movie, right? Just yeah. just scanning through. It's a good movie. So, so it was a really good movie. American made. Tell people who Barry Seal is. Just so so Barry know. Seal was a uh, yeah was was he died. <laughs> he died under under he died of lead poisoning. Yeah, yeah. So Barry Seal was it's unfortunate an, an airline pilot who, according to the movie, originally was smuggling Cuban cigars. Mm-hmm. Someone he got caught. The CIA said, this guy's got a skill set. We like that. The kind of challenge, you know, he'll do it, he'll smuggle. It's not a lot of money, but but so they got him to start smuggling uh, stuff for them. And then eventually he became a gun smuggler and a drug smuggler. And he was doing it all through Arkansas, Mena, Arkansas. And eventually was killed. Yeah. Right. Uh, now, they, they took some historical liberties with the movie that make it a better movie, um, as they do. I mean, there's there's some scenes in the movie that are really dramatic that apparently never happened. Because I, I, I went and Googled them all and ruined the movie for myself. Quite oh, right. So yeah. I'm not going to do it for you. I'll just tell you that some of the stuff that's really dramatic yeah. is just not Because even for a, a, C, a, a drug smuggler um, for the CIA, uh, even that's too boring for movies, <laughs> apparently. Um my, yeah, he was a weapon smuggler for the CIA. The drugs were secondary. That's right. He was a weapon smuggler. Yeah. He was smuggling weapons for freedom. Yes, for freedom. And then um that's what they that's what they call it. That's what like John Hancock. You need you need a smuggler during a war. A revolution, if you will. You need a smuggler like like our own John Hancock. Yeah, except John Hancock was doing it for his own war, not for somebody else's. But that's that's another story. We're gonna take. Well, a, you need smugglers. You need. <laughs> end of the day, you need smugglers. We got to take a break.
1420 WBSM is now also on 99.5 FM. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. The next disaster is coming. The time to get ready is now. Make a plan. Identify meetup locations and people you'll need to contact. Put your contact list in your wallet, on your phone, and somewhere visible in your home. Build a kit. Store enough food and water for three days. Don't forget your pets. And consider buying a pre-made kit. Keep at least seven days of medication on hand. Work with your pharmacist and insurance company to secure the extra doses. Make copies of important documents. Keep them on your phone, in the cloud, or on a USB stick. Stay informed. Learn about local hazards. Take courses in CPR and first aid. And sign up for local alert systems. An early warning can give you the time you need to prepare for a fast-moving disaster. Be ready. Learn more at americares.org slash send us in. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. I think they have the best opening, one of the best title card openings in, in ever. I, it's up there with The Sopranos. Um, it's, it's really good music. It's really good music. It's well done. It captures the essence of the show, Succession, um, where it's sort of like this sort of uh, uh, decadence, but also this like just sort of like under, under like chaotic undertones. It's really, really, really good. Um, the it's well done. The 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 entire that that show is just scored very well in general. It is. Um, some people say that the show is a reflection of the Murdoch family. Yeah, Rupert Murdoch, who owns Fox News, right. who, not who, to be confused with the Murdoch well, who of owns, South Carolina, who owns yes, not to be confused with the Murdochs, uh, who owns not owns Fox News, but owns Fox. I think he sold most of it to Disney, but he owns Fox in general. He owns the New York Post. Wall Street he, Journal. He owns the Wall Street Journal. Um, so He owns Sky News yeah. in London and, and yeah. Australia. Yeah, so he's a media mogul, a conservative media mogul. Um, so, uh, yeah, some people say it's on uh, – It's uh, Logan Roy is um, – uh, is Rupert, Rupert Murdoch. Murdoch. I did see a – I was at Barnes & Noble the other day. I saw a book. And it was like it was called like uh, better than scripted or something like that. But it was basically it said if you like Succession, it's just a real story. But it wasn't about Rupert Murdoch. I can't remember exactly who it uh, who it was, but it was another sort of type of thing. But yeah, no, I, some people, a lot of people say it's Rupert Murdoch. The um, um, the, the the British have a, 
have a lot of uh, remember he was originally British yeah. uh, or Australian actually Australian Australian yeah. yeah he's Australian he was a, a citizen of the United Kingdom it's kind of racist that you mix them up that's <laughs> uh, me I could have called him a Canadian which would have been a serious demotion <laughs> yeah, right. although I would have been in the right family true you know um, whenever I talk to Canadians I always go uh, how's the Queen of England doing? well so Australia's the same Oh, yeah. They got the same deal. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, deal. they got the same deal. If you ever go on Wikipedia, as an example, or if you just go to the British royal family websites and start looking at how many kingdoms and principalities they really control. Yeah. It is amazing. It really is. Jamaica. Yeah. Um, all the Cayman Islands. I mean, it's just really amazing. Um the all the the area that they control, and this dope who moved to America gave it all up. He gave it all up. Gave it all up to work for a living. Incredible. I mean, he yeah, he made some money at Netflix. Mm-hmm. But when you put the the tiny little money he made at Netflix, like two hundred million something like that, yeah, against the wealth of the royal Whole family, yeah, uh, a literal empire. They have armies, yeah. <laughs> air forces, yeah. navies. They have soldiers all over the world right now mm-hmm. killing people on behalf. And he knew that because he was a soldier. Yeah. Um, he's experienced the yeah, full range killed, of the... He said he killed 25 people. He, he may have. I mean, yeah. I understand his his rankings as a soldier were pretty good. Somewhere Prince Harry, by the yeah. way, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I get that he, that he didn't get along with his family. Welcome to family. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. What, do you, what do you think? That crown is the reason you didn't get along? <laughs> yeah. I know plenty of people that aren't the royal family. They aren't the royal family. They don't get along. They don't get along with them. They brothers. don't have empires. Right. Yeah, but they still figure it out. They they, they, don't, they fought over Legos, not empires. <laughs> let's, um, let's take one more break. So, Mark, Another great show, Mad Men. I, I One do, of my favorites. It really a great show. I do appreciate you playing. It's the first time I've ever listened to that music, I believe, through headphones. Oh. That's, that's a pretty complex piece of, yeah. piece of music. I like that. Um, I've been getting into into earbuds more, um, listening to music more through my earbuds. It's, it's amazing. What I used to have really high-quality headphones <clears throat> when I was younger. Um, and I'd listen to music through the headphones, you know, like really loud. Yeah. And um, so, well, but Tom, with earbuds, it's nice. Tom from Mattapoise had suggested Mad Men. Um, so, uh, and it's one of my all-time favorites. How so. did you feel about the ending, though? I loved it. I, I don't know why it was, you didn't like it? Well, the ending is never good. Yeah, no, the thing is, is I might have talked about this last week, but... So Kirby Enthusiasm is rumored to be in its last season, Larry David. Right. Right. But it's been rumored like that for years. Larry David has said publicly that he has never felt obligated, nor does he ever want to put a finale on his show, formally end his show, because he's so upset about the flack he got for the Seinfeld finale. 
Okay. Which I didn't think ended that badly. He didn't either, but everybody else did. <laughs> it was it was universally panned. I mean, I would say that I'm never going to be happy with a show that I like ends. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. There's it's hard to be grat it's it's hard to it's hard to have a gratifying ending to a show because people want to keep watching the show. Right. I mean, The Sopranos, I get it. It did it ended it ended in an interesting way. I it, people the thing is with The Sopranos is the one finale that people still really talk about all right. the time in debate. So it has to be a great finale. But I'm just angry they ended the show. Right. <laughs> because I liked the show. Yeah. And I thought, I mean, I liked it so much that I watched that Fakakta movie that came out. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, what, The Boys of Newark or something like the that? The Many Saints of Newark. There we go. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. It, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good bad. Good gangster pick. I, I liked it because it was, a, it, was a, it was a pretty funny and interesting portrayal of the characters when they were younger. Right. I mean, I can see where there's a lot of upside to that. Uh, look, I think... Sopranos and everything related to it are a good, interesting entertainment product. Yeah. So I'm not going to complain when I get more. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I'm going to complain when I get less. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I didn't want to see Tony Soprano get blown away the way you saw Phil and the other ones get blown away. And I mean, Phil went out really badly. Phil Leotardo. Yeah, his head got crushed by the. Yeah, my grandson but that was kind of the point because Phil was a jerk. Oh, he was a terrible. He person. was he, he was like the the main antagonist, so they wanted to make it gratifying. But but Tony was a real bad guy too. They were all awful people. Carmela's terrible. Carmela is the worst. Carmela is terrible because the whole the whole thing with Carmela is Tony dresses her down actually pretty well when he when he says to her like you walk around this house and butter wouldn't melt in your mouth. <laughs> he goes he goes he goes we all know that you like the you know you can talk about your friend with you could your mother can talk about the guy with the pharmacies but you we, we all know you like that guy and that life wouldn't have suited you very much either. You right. wouldn't like the Nissan and the little gold hot locket and you're telling you, you know, right. it was really good. Right. And then she goes to her psychiatrist and she tries to like justify being he was with great. Tony. Yeah, he it was, was great. It was great. I mean, he just, he just totally like, she was just, try, he was like, no, like, you know, you're, you're, your children with blood money. Yeah. It's like you're an accessory to murder and right. it's ruining your life and you're not going to be clean of it until you leave it. And he says, I won't take your money because I don't want blood money. Yes. When he says no, when, when he says to her, I won't do business with you because yeah. of blood money. That was a real, you know. It was, and, and then and then she, afterwards, after all of that, does nothing about it. <laughs> she made her, she made her peace. Yeah, she, yep, she did nothing about it. That's all she, she just went on. She's like, oh no. She was like upset about it for a second. Marcus, the other scene in, the, in that show, and there were no, numerous ones, was when Chris Moltisanti had to make the decision whether he was going to become an informant or turn his girlfriend into Tony. And he sees the guy in the beat up car with the three kids and, 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 and the wife. And he's got the, you yeah. know, the, 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 um, the bad clothes and the hang and the bad haircut, uh, the mullet. And I'm um, sorry if those of you out there who have a mullet, it's a bad haircut. Um, the, and he, and he makes a decision. Yeah. He turns he says, around. I'm not going to be that guy. Yep, and then he, and then the way they the way they do her in too was like, oh, he's at the hospital. You got to go visit him. It was so treacherous. <sighs> it's the only scene. 